0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to New Wave Media, episode number 14. Just kidding. It's episode number 15. Um, I am your host, George Padilla. I am here with our co-host, Elijah Lundgren. What's up, George? And we are here with our special guest today, Ocean. Um, I don't know your last name. Davidson. Davidson. Yes. Boom. Hello. There it is. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for watching us struggle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best part.
1: It's been great.
2: <laughs> it's how we pay people. They get to watch us struggle
1: entertainment. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Well, let's, let's get started. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, We know that you are, you know, into photography and we would love to learn more a little bit about you so that, you know, everybody can also know. So,
1: yeah. Um, So I'm, uh, I'm an alumni photographer in Portland um, and Iceland currently in the process of moving everything just to Portland. Um, But I've been shooting for about four and a half years And been doing photography since like 2008. And yeah, I've been, been doing just elopements for the last couple of years. And, um, I really love the intimacy and Mm -hmm. like, I love the fact that elopements are really connection centered and intentional. And so that's kind of what made me kind of transition into that? I love that. Yeah, That's
2: awesome. it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I love how you just threw in and Iceland, like, <laughs> and Iceland, which is
0: what I was gonna ask. Yeah. I was like, so tell us a little bit more about Iceland. Like, I've never been.
2: I, I feel like Iceland is one of those like, if you say the word Iceland to any photographer, they're
0: like, oh, what? Oh yeah, that is on oh, my bucket let's list. Let's talk about it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Tell us.
0: I'm sure you love talking about it about Iceland, and then tell us if there's anything else on your bucket list outside of Iceland?
1: Yeah, Iceland. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> no, I'm so excited. I don't know where to start. Iceland Iceland is beautiful. Yeah. 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 I'll start start there. It's beautiful. I definitely think it's like one of those places that is every photographer's dream to shoot at. Um, landscapes are just like insane. Mm. Um, especially, you know, for, for photographers that do elopements or like intimate weddings, like being able to put yourself and your couple in like such a vast landscape. It's just, I don't know, there's something really special about that. And I think it really, it really allows the couple to really focus on themselves and not have to worry about all the commotion going on around them. Yeah, that's Um, awesome. But yeah, I've been shooting in Iceland for like the last three years. Um, It's definitely one of my favorite places to shoot. Uh, I think like, you know, now that the pandemic, I don't know if it's officially over or not. I but think,
2: like, governmentally speaking, it's over. It's over. Okay. It's, it's over. gone.
1: Okay. So, I would say, like, in the beginning, when I was shooting, I was shooting during COVID, and they still had restrictions in place, like, you would have to present your vaccination card and this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, And Iceland wasn't as busy, which was really nice for couples that were traveling because they could kind of do, you know, like their their wedding and then go into their honeymoon afterwards, which was always like fun for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now that the pandemic is over officially, I think it's, it's become a lot more populated. Mm. Um, a lot of the landscapes that were... Uh, that were like not gated or they didn't have fences up, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of cracked down now. So it's a little bit different. It's,
2: so it's lit in Iceland now. Yeah,
1: yeah definitely. And, and I remember one time, um, one time I went to this Canyon and it took, It was like just a couple and myself and there was probably about like 60 to 100 people there at this canyon Mm -hmm. and um, there was like this little railing you could could walk out on and the canyon was like right in front of you and... um, I think when I was photographing them, I had about like 20 to 30 other people, just like tourists, Dang. just photographing them at the same time. Oh yeah. Cause, Cause you know, like for people that are not American, like when they see somebody getting married somewhere crazy, they're like, Oh my God, oh yeah. this is so right. wild. Yeah, like, for real. And they're like taking pictures and everything, asking for selfies. It's mm-hmm. like a, almost like a little celeb moment for the couple, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, With
2: paparazzi. Exactly. Man, well, that's crazy. I never, I never even yeah. thought of that. That makes a lot of sense though. Yeah. So you've been doing that, Part of your business for three years, you said?
1: Yeah, about three years.
2: So it's 2023. That means you started doing that like during COVID. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's maybe kind of a great like time to start doing that.
1: Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You you did um, your weddings when there was not enough people out. And when was the last time you did a wedding, an elopement out in um, in Iceland and between the two was, I mean, you, you mentioned there's a big difference. Yeah. But uh, well, I guess you answered that question.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, like the last time I last time I was in Iceland was at the end of June. Mm-hmm. I want to say like the 26th, 27th. Um, and specifically because, you know, summer, tourism, it's like just booming right now. Yeah,
2: that's the busy season it's, there. Summer is
1: like the busy season. Yeah. Because, you know, it's very far north. So if you think about, um, you know, similar to like how Alaska is in the summertime, like there's very little like darkness and Mm -hmm. so you can go out hiking at like 10 11 o'clock at night and like it's just like dusk like it doesn't actually ever get dark
0: that's awesome yeah
1: and so the summertime is like the busiest time in iceland but um yeah shooting in june of this this last june compared to like september i i think think september 2020 it was just like it's just such a big difference and um i've noticed that within the last year just with like border, not border control, but border regulations like loosening and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I've really been trying to like inspire my couples to get outside of like the popular tourist destinations you know Um, like the Black Sand Beach like Raines Fiora like that's a very popular spot it's Mm -hmm. beautiful Um, but I tell people like if this is something that is on your bucket list like let's go really early in the morning or really late at night so we can avoid the crowds because otherwise you don't really get like that one on one like private time that you really want and that's why a lot of people like to go and do like these adventure elopements and really like trek out far is because right. they want that privacy and seclusion, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Do you, so. so do
2: you know some of the, like the secret spots out oh, there? Oh yeah. yeah.
1: I've spent so much time like <laughs> just that's like so hiking cool. and yeah. like traveling through there. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm going to have to have you like give me an itinerary. Oh,
1: I have a Google maps like ready to go. Oh got um, yeah, yeah. Like saved places and yep. pins and everything. <laughs> that's that's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's
2: super yeah. cool. I, um, I've always been interested in kind of pivoting into like the elopement space versus the like large scale wedding space for mm-hmm. exactly the same reason, like the intimacy and how small it is. And like, it's so much more personal between your yeah. couple and you. Mm-hmm. And I think that like anytime I've had an opportunity to do something like that, it's really made it easier to like really like unleash my own creativity
1: mm-hmm. versus yeah. like
2: in a wedding, like a, like a 200 per I did a 280 person wedding this last weekend. Yeah you're just, like, on autopilot. Like, there's no, like... I mean, there's a little bit of creativity during, like, formals and that kind of thing. But, like, you just have to get so much stuff. And I feel like elopements are, like, so much more, like, personal and, like, creative. You have so much more room for that.
1: Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think, like... I think that was a big thing for me was, like, one, you know, when I first started doing weddings, like, I'm not going to lie, I think I maybe did, like, three big weddings Mm -hmm. on my own. And I was, like this is not my thing, but I I liked photographing, you know, like connection and relationships. And like, um, I was like, how can I, how can I do this without like having to do like a 300 person wedding? Cause that's to me, that's like my personal hell.
2: Yeah. Like, no, that's too many people for me too.
1: I will not do it for any amount of money. Like it's not my thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that like one thing I was noticing with couples, um, cause I was also doing some like second shooting and stuff Mm -hmm. for like bigger weddings at the time. And I was finding that like a lot of couples were like stressed the hell out. Like they were, it was like, it was like a chicken running around with its head cut off. (laughs) It was just like all directions. Like someone's late, someone's behind. Mm -hmm. Like nobody knows where like X, Y, and Z is. Like it was just chaos. And we
2: we have a timeline. We don't go by it Exactly.
1: And, and I think that that was like, that was a big thing that I was just like, wow. Like the couple has been playing, you know, like, basically it's like speed dating. Like yeah. that's how I think of like a mm-hmm. big wedding is like during the receptions, like you have all these people that just like either traveled or they came in mm-hmm. to, to like celebrate with you. And it's like, you have the ceremony, right? And then like after the ceremony, the couple basically like divides and then like they go and like make their rounds. Yeah. They do the
2: greeting. Exactly. And all that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, to me, I was like, damn, like that sucks, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, like
2: yeah. Hey, how, when do you, they don't really even get to sit down and enjoy their day until no. like, Dinner, But they have like dinner and then they have to go dance in front of everybody and they have to do all this. Like, it's almost like you're entertaining, like literally Literally the entertainment. Yeah. 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 It's crazy.
0: The last, the last wedding I, uh, sorry, not photographed. Um, the last wedding I attended to as a guest was, uh, down in California and the entirety of the time we probably for like 15 seconds in the whole entire wedding, did we get to say hi and bye to the bride and groom.
1: Yeah. Damn. And then
0: on the other side as a photographer, you're with them like the entire day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I never really got to see that other side in the recent times here where it's like, oh wow, like people actually don't get to see them that often. Yeah. yeah. Like one on one conversations, mm-hmm. is what I mean. Um but yeah, it's just kind of mind blowing to yeah. To yeah.
1: experience, yeah.
0: So you um
2: you do a lot of the planning for your elopement, right? Yes. Space. So, can you tell me what that's like? Oh, how, my goodness. How is that? How yeah. Does that
1: work? Um, so, like, the way that I see it is like, if someone's going to hire me for their elopement, and especially because most of my work has been in Iceland for the last like three years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, most of the couples that come to Iceland, they're not from Iceland. Yeah. Like, I've had a couple from the Philippines, and oh, like, wow most, I've had a couple from, I think the UK and then everybody else is usually somewhere in like the US. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the times it's coming to Iceland is like their first time they've been there. And so they've done like all of the Facebook groups, looking at the cool spots, they've done all the research, but they like, they only know like what is publicly like shared information. And so that also equates to like the pop really popular places. And Mm -hmm. so I think like really early on when I started doing elopements in general, I I wanted my couples to like I wanted to build like that trust with them, and I wanted wanted them to really see me as the expert. And okay. so, even before Iceland, um, like I remember, I remember I was like shooting a lot up up north um, in like Mount Baker area, mm-hmm. like North Cascades, and like I would go out ahead of time and I would like do the research, figure out the you know the locations that I could suggest to them, and kind of start finding a way to really craft like this like planning expertise to be able to like offer it to them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so with Iceland, you know, I, I have like a lot of friends in Iceland. And so I just became friends with like more vendors and like, just really like looked at places that you wouldn't find online, right. you mm-hmm. know? And I would go to like local, like whenever I was there, I would go to like, um, like local businesses and just like talk to them and just you know, and be like, Hey, like I'm a photographer. I'd love to partner with you. Um, and just kind of like build that, that relationship. And, um, the planning process, it's pretty extensive. I think, I think it's one of those things that's like, you're continually like perfecting over mm-hmm. time, no matter like how long you've been doing it. Of like course, you're, yeah. you're always finding ways to improve it. And so I think for me, the biggest thing is like, I, I do like a lot of questionnaires and it's all about like crafting their vision and mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'll have couples who know what they want. They'll be like, I want X, Y, and Z. This is the vibe I want, et cetera, et cetera. And then I have couples who are like, we want the beautiful like countryside, Mm -hmm. that's about it. We want it to be chill and stress-free and dreamy and like ethereal. Like that's a lot of the the adjectives I get when, (laughs) when people like fill out the questionnaire. But I find that, you know, for the couples that don't know really what they want in terms of like a vision, like, my job is to like help them create that. And so it's like, I, my goal is to like try to inspire, um, you know, inspire like the inspiring kind of spark, like their imagination. Like if, if the options were limitless, like, where would you go with this? Like, what would you want to do? Mm -hmm. And like, do you want to have like a picnic midday? Like, like imagine charcuterie board, like, (laughs) like all these little things. Like, do you want to, do you want to like, um, you know, like take a shot together, like all these like little things, like, and so I I always just come up with like little ideas for them based off of like their vibe and their aesthetic and everything. And, um, really just kind of help them like craft the vision that they, that they already kind of have fragments of in their head, bring it all together. And then, um, additionally, one big thing that like, I really enjoy. And I think that it's really changed the way that I photograph is, um, rather than just, you know, asking them, like, questions related to the actual elopement like I really focus on getting to know them as individuals and then also as a couple so I have them do um, like a love language quiz Mm -hmm. like I have them do like all these like little fun things like what's one thing that you could like not live without like if you had to go to an island and I do have this in my questionnaire it's like if you have to go to an island and you have water and food Mm -hmm. so like you can survive like but what's one thing that you're going to take with you
2: Yeah, you know and what's what's a common answer do you have like common answers uh, on that or is it always something different.
1: I think I've, I've gotten, the, I've gotten like a lot of like books. Yeah. yeah but I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's cool. cool. Yeah. So I've gotten a lot of like books, um, animals, like mm-hmm. cats and dogs. Yeah. Stuff I'd like totally that.
0: bring Fred. He's my, oh, Fred. my dog.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. It's
0: his best dog. Oh, out of three. Out of, well yeah, out of three. <laughs> the best Fred's one. Fred's number one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got sidetracked. friend. I had a question I wanted to ask. you. I wanted to say, like, um, out of like all the weddings you've done in Iceland, is there one that really stands out?
1: Uh, You know,
2: or not even just in Iceland, but just like in general career. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think I think one one that really stands out and I think it stands out solely for the fact that it was like my, I felt like it was like, not only did I like photograph like my best work from it, but I think that like, it was my, really like my first time, like since adopting the way I was planning, like Mm -hmm. since, since the adoption of my planning process. Um, And it was, it was a couple from the Philippines. Um, One was Filipino, the other one was American. Um, and it was like jumping through hoops, trying to get this, this, this thing to, to happen the way it was supposed to happen. And mm-hmm. like, I'll share some context cause it was, it's kind of wild. But, um, so they, they came from the Philippines and, um, they were planning on having, uh, having like a big Filipino wedding, mm-hmm. but they were a gay couple and like gay marriage is illegal in the Philippines. So they couldn't do it there. Yeah. Okay. Granted, one of them was American. The other one was Filipino. Right. So... During the process of planning, I was trying to help them get their marriage paperwork so that they could get married in Iceland, mm-hmm. and um, I work with like the celebrants there and all of that. But we couldn't get a document from some some random state in the Midwest. Couldn't get a document for, for the American guy. So I was like, "All right, what are we gonna do? Because like, how are they gonna get married? Right, you right. know." Um so I found and this is like during Covid. This is probably the most wild thing I've done, but I found a, I found a law in Utah that allows you to get married virtually without either party being in Utah. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Only only the officiant, mm-hmm. you know, has to be in in Utah. Wow. And so they ended up getting doing the legal part over Zoom while they were in Iceland.
0: Oh wow. Whoa. Yeah, and this was like a
1: last minute thing. Uh-huh. Like this was like I wanna say like three or four days before we like basically <laughs> like pulled this together. The officiant
0: was in Utah. Yeah. Everybody was in Iceland yeah. over Zoom. That is wild. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I, I think for me, you know, like, not just that, but also the coordination. Um, Like one thing that I do now is like, I also do like charcuterie boards and stuff Mm -hmm. as like an add on. And that was like the first time I had like offered that. And so it was just, I don't know. I was like so well prepared for this. Mm -hmm. And Um, probably
2: so inspired.
1: I was so inspired. Yes. I was definitely inspired. And we went to like, All these beautiful locations, and this was before it was very crowded, so you Mm -hmm. know, we could go to some of the the more popular spots. Um, but a lot of uh, actually, like, a good amount of that work was actually featured in Range Finder, which was really cool, yeah, yeah. And so, I think that that was just kind of like, you know, also like made me feel like I was like, hell yeah, Yeah. like, like (laughs) one of of my favorite things, you know, and so that's awesome, yeah, it's definitely magical.
2: Um, one question, yeah, so. uh, officiating, the officiant part of that process, how does that normally work?
1: Like in Iceland or like in general?
2: Well, I know, I know how it works in general, (laughs) but on an, like in an elopement, like, do you have an officiant come with you or? Yeah,
1: it depends. It like entirely depends. So I would say like some of the factors that kind of determine the process is like, one, like how remote are we going to be? Is mm-hmm. it somewhere that's like, you know, just like a, like a one mile, like a little hike, like cool. Easy. Um, sometimes, you know, if it's, if it's quick and it makes sense to hire somebody they'll hire an officiant and the officiant mm-hmm. will come with. Um, Otherwise I'm also like an officiant too. So I can oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah. So I can like marry my couples if need be. That's kinda awesome. Um, yeah. And that's pretty cool.
0: Like a one-stop shop. Yeah. Over Set yeah. Up your camera on time lapse mode. And <laughs> <you're> yeah. <sorry. laughs> yeah. No, totally.
1: Like I've actually had to, I've had to do that before. Like I've, uh, I've like, usually I'll have like a, a backup camera doing like behind the scenes mm-hmm. and like, I'll just put it on like a little tripod and yeah. record myself. And I always tell my couples if they want me to officiate, like I tell them because when I'm shooting, I get like so into it. Mm-hmm. Like I can't really carry a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I will like help prepare you, but you're going to be leading your own ceremony. I'm just making it legal. Right. And like, I, I give them that, you know, cause I mean, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You can
0: still photograph but be the efficient, yes. and they can just do everything, yes. and you sign off on it. Kind Basically,
1: hundred percent. Oh, that makes sense. So it makes it super easy. Yeah. Um. And like a lot of the times, I'll have couples too. You know who, um, that like it's just the two of them, and they won't have like witnesses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's usually people like around or passerby's people on the trails and like. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, some of the people on the trails, like if you ask them to be a, a witness, mm-hmm. like inside, they get so pumped.
2: No, I bet they're like
1: so excited.
2: Right? That's Awesome. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. That is so cool. So um, that's a whole lot of Iceland. Yes. Why don't we switch gears a little bit? You're you talk you were talking about how you want to bring you're trying to bring your business back to kind of all yeah. to Portland. So what are kind of your next steps? What are you looking to do?
1: Yeah. Um. You know, I think. So I think one of the big things that I'm trying to do is I'm actually trying to kind of shift out of weddings entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I also work in tech full-time, um, work remote. Uh, I'm like an SEO manager for a tech company. So I'm busy a lot of the times. Yeah. And I just think that, um, I think that with my business primarily being in Iceland and like, you know, it's kind of become almost like a little bit too repetitious for me mm-hmm. that I feel like it's kind of taking away the creativity mm-hmm. um, like in my work and so I just I think for me like what I'd like to do you know in the like the next coming months the next year or two is really kind of like you know while I still want to shoot shoot uh, couples here in Portland I would like to get more into um, like editorial product and like branding mm-hmm. and stuff and just really do stuff that like sparks that creativity. Um, And since I haven't, I haven't shot like a whole ton in Oregon, even though like I'm from the Northwest, which is like kind of embarrassing to admit, but (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. I I think that like...
0: Embarrassing to admit that you're here or that your work hasn't, like you haven't explored. Yeah, like I feel
1: like I haven't really explored (laughs) as much. Like even though I know all these places, it's like I haven't really like, I've only been to the places. I haven't really like photographed a lot of people around Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think, you know, it'll be fun to, to do that, but it definitely eventually I'd like to completely like beeline and pivot out of weddings <laughs> in general.
2: Do you have any, um, like any inspiration or like, um, kind of like sources of inspiration for like those editorial or those products? Oh
1: yes. A hundred percent. So, um, one of my favorite photographers, um, Juergen Teller, uh, they're a photographer for Mark Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And like, they were like one of my biggest sources of inspiration as a kid. Like I remember being 14 and 15 and I would look at like the Mark Jacobs ads and see like the way like Kate Moss was like positioned and it was just like so odd mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like, not, not like a typical, like, you know, photo shoot. And so when I would like look at these images, I was like, wow, this is like friggin' weird and I love it. <laughs> and it would be like really crazy colors and just like really abstract. And um, I think for me, you know, like that's something that's really inspired, um, really kind of inspired, like where I want to go with uh, with photography. But then also like, I think overall, like the, my biggest source of inspiration is really film. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm like a big, like cinephile, like I'm a big movie gal. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, like, you know, and I could say that this is something that I, I always kind of keep in my mind, um, you know, even as I've been doing weddings for the last couple of years is like, you know, the way that I photograph is like I want it to to be like a movie still. Like mm-hmm. I want it to be just like a still frame, yeah. and like I you think Like,
2: that cinematic. look. Yes,
1: hundred percent. And I think that that's like a big, a big inspiration. And I think that some of that, um, some of that vibe, that like nostalgic and gritty and really raw vibe, mm-hmm. that's also something I want to bring into like editorial and even like you know like product photography too. Yeah. yeah. So that's
0: awesome. Yeah. Do you ever. Uh, or when you experience burnout? Yes. Like how does, how do you handle Ooh,
1: that? Burnout. Um, so. It's
0: the bane of all photographers.
1: It really is though. <laughs> yeah. I think honestly, like I, I feel like my burnout now is like, it's actually like pretty minimal compared to like how it used to be. I think, yeah. I think before, um, and by before I mean like the, like, I don't know, 2021, 20, maybe half of 2022, if that, Um, I think for me, I did not have a good work-life balance, like at all, you know? And like, before I was working in tech, I was like just doing photography. So I was like, on, it, I felt like I was on call, you know, right. I was on call 24 yeah. seven. If I got an inquiry, I would respond immediately. I did not. <laughs> That's this guy. I, did, I,
0: I still do that. Yeah.
1: I I did <laughs> I not him, take any time. All the time. Yeah, like, yeah. man, you
2: got to have office hours.
1: Yeah. And yeah. like, I had no, I had no boundaries. Mm-hmm. I was like boundaries. What's that? Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, exactly. And I think, <laughs> I think one of like the biggest things for me was like last year tw- in 2022 earlier in the year, I, I, The first thing that I was able to like let go of and like forfeit control was like Instagram, Mm -hmm. and like I think for me, you know, for me like being an elopement photographer, and um, I'm not as much on Instagram like as I was before. But Mm -hmm. previously, you know, just like scrolling and like like talking with other photographers and like you see this work and you're inspired, but then you're also like judging your own work and like playing the comparison game. And I think like the best thing that I've done for like myself as like a business owner and my mental health was like outsource it. Mm -hmm. Like, my, my business Instagram, I ended up like, you know, hiring somebody to do like my reels for me. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't have time to do this. Yeah. And, um, once, once I did that, then I was like, okay, I need somebody else who's going to like engage and like keep this account active. Cause like, I just don't have the time, nor do I really yeah. have the desire to just like be on my phone 24 yeah. seven. And so I started doing that. And, um, I think, I think now, you know, like fast forward, like a year later, I think for me, the biggest thing is like, Understanding that, like, not everything is immediate, Mm -hmm. like, unless it's literally an emergency. And so, like, if I get an inquiry, if or like if something needs to be, like, you know, somebody messages me online, like, I have really good boundaries now. So, like, preventing burnout is a lot easier than it used to be. Um, but I think, I think a big thing too is just like finding things that you like to do outside of like your work yeah. because photography it's you know most people and like I can't speak for everybody but like the way I see it is like people that do photography, it's also like a passion and a hobby that they like yeah. it's kinda like where it like originated from, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so they took their passions like, how can I profit off of this? How can I like make this sustainable? Mm-hmm. And I think for me, um, you know, when I was having like constant burnout, it was because I was like trying to put all my eggs into one basket. And yeah. I wasn't really like viewing it from like a lens of like creativity. And it was more of like just business. And yeah. I think like shifting I my mindset. That yeah. So deep. Yeah. And it, it's hard though. Like, I think it's, I think that's something that's like, it's easier said than done mm-hmm. because especially, you know, if you like, if you're starting a business or you relocate whenever you're making a big change to a business, whether it's, you know, creating it or moving it around, um, you really have to like go all in to get like traction, you know, or figure out how you're going to get traction. Cause otherwise, if that's like what you're relying on is like a main source of income. Um, you know, it can just be like really intimidating and really like draining for you, you Mm -hmm. know, just like trying, You're like, well, I got to pay my bills. Like I have to hustle. It's like that hustle mentality. I have to
0: do this job or else I just can't.
1: You can't yeah, eat it. There's yeah, there's for sure. no there's, food. Yeah, exactly. There's definitely
0: days like that. And
2: I miss, I tell George often, like, I really wish that it was in me to go out and, like, take pictures for, yeah. for fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't do that, Yeah, you know? Even, like, I've tried doing the film thing to go yeah. do that for fun. Yeah. I don't stick to it, like or I'll go out with a digital camera that's not my like work camera yeah. and then I just never do anything with any of those pictures. And yeah. it's just like, it sucks, man. I, I think the thing for me that has kind of like given me a little bit of variety and, and given me a little bit more of like a spark of creativity is getting into video recently. Yeah, Like that has, I feel like I'm a new photographer again. Like I'm yeah. learning something that's new awesome. every single, every single day. See,
0: when you started doing video, I, I've told you this many times, like I genuinely feel like your composition has changed That's not awesome. only because you switched a whole different like and i'm not talking bad about the no, previous camera or anything
2: you're hurting my feelings i just mean that
0: in like a, <laughs> when you get a new toy you have a new like mentality yeah. and inspiration and all of that yeah.
2: well yeah and those things kind of came hand in hand i got i switched systems and then started shooting kind of hybrid I mm-hmm. shoot photos mm-hmm. and and videos now with that system so yeah but yeah i i mean I was really resistant to it for a really long time because yeah. I was like, "I'm a photographer. Like, I don't need to do that shit." Yeah. Yeah. But it, I'm really glad that I did start dabbling in it because it was like, it's been like a like a landslide. Like, I started and it's just been like constantly more and more and more. Like, yeah. I mean, both of the events that we had here, mm-hmm. like George was running around taking pictures with people and I literally like didn't take my video rig apart. I just walked around with my, with my camera and just took video the entire time. And we've put so much content together from all that. That's video. Awesome. Like it's just, it's, it's yeah. such a good thing to have. It's
0: It's like in the same genre of things, but it's like, It doesn't feel like you're working. Yeah. It feels like it's a hobby at the same time. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, No, like I think that totally makes sense. I think for me, like one big thing that I started doing, um, I want to say it was also 2020, I believe. But, uh, I had like always shot film, never Mm -hmm. did it for weddings. Like I just did it for fun and I got really into street photography and Mm -hmm. I, I became like one of those people that was like collecting film cameras. Like I was just going through it and I found that like the only time that I was photographing when I was not working was I would just like go outside and go on a walk and just like shoot whatever came to mind. I'm like, oh, that's a cool house. Let's take a picture. And I was just like going through rolls and rolls. I was shooting, like I was getting stuff developed on the reg and I would say I would drop off like six rolls at a time Oof. and it was just like nonstop.
2: were you getting scans or
0: prints
1: um I was getting scans okay yeah,
0: yeah. So see I I was experiencing burnout for a while and then um I was just kind of like collecting cameras trying to find the right one yeah with the mindset of like I want to take one to a wedding and that's what I want to do is like kind of do both mm-hmm. but then I realized like there was a, a certain camera that I Bought and got rid of th- literally three different times, and like on my fourth time, I was like, "I'm getting this camera because I know this camera, and I loved it yeah. every single time." And, and it's sitting over there. What on camera top of was the shelf. it? Yeah, the Mamiya oh, uh, R- uh, RB67. Yeah, yeah.
1: I called it out earlier. I saw yeah, it. That's
0: yeah, that's yeah. the first thing she did when she walked in the door. She was like, "Who's Mamiya?" I
1: was like, Who? Yeah. I was like is I was like, "It's an RB67." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So like that camera has really helped me, um, you know between a hobby and between, like, work. Yeah. Um, and when I use that camera, it's for fun. It's for myself. It can yeah. be landscapes. It can be this car on the road. It can be anything. Yeah. We went camping, and I took it. And I was, like, every single time I was able to slow down, yeah. process, yes. and just that was my hobby, was even cool, though it was, it was
2: cool to watch, too. Like yeah. It was cool to, like, because I didn't – I wasn't messing with it. I was just – Sitting in a chair, getting drunk.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, <laughs> it was
2: cool to sit there and like watch you, you know, meter and like really compose and like really think. Yeah, through yeah. The, you know, it like, was
0: so much fun. And yeah. like, I've used it before, but like not at this level where it's just more of a freedom way to do yeah. it. Yeah, it's not work. And no, I love I every minute. And I, I mean, it's still there. It's I have it. Yeah, and I pretty much would only take it out now whenever I know we're going on a like a special moment or trip camping yeah. whatever mm-hmm. because I can still do photography it's just not work yeah. you know yeah. I can take my digital but it's like oh I feel like I have to go edit these now and yes
1: like, right, yeah. 100% and like that's the thing is like I don't know having like that pressure to edit even if it's like well composed you know like everything's yeah. everything's good you're like oh but it's like digital like I should do something right. to it yeah. or, or it should know? be
2: in my style like I yeah. can't just I can't post something that isn't like yeah. my style. Cause then it's mm-hmm. off brand or whatever. Like, yeah.
1: God, I hate that. I do too. Yeah. The worst. <laughs> Even I th-
0: need to have a personal Instagram is what I need.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: I, I have one of those. It has three pictures on them and they're all like three years old <laughs> 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 and it's private and I don't use yeah. it. So
1: no, honestly, like, like shooting film, I think was like one of the biggest things that like, I think, I think the reason why I still photograph weddings is because of uh, saving my sanity by shooting film during COVID because it was like, I need an outlet. I need something that's just like obscure and can be whatever the hell I want it to be. Mm -hmm. And like weddings, sometimes like you don't get that, you know, like given, you know, the amount of time you have. And like, especially if it's, you know, you have family or people there. Um, it's just kind of like, go, go, go. It's absolutely, but like film is like, it's so different. I love it.
0: I, I feel like I need to branch out into elopements because elopements are fun. Here everything that you've been saying, it's like I love weddings. I, I absolutely love being a part of a special day and all that. But I also only really like more the portraits. Yeah. The getting yep. ready. Being able to the slow down stuff, and get yeah. slow down and really get creative. And think yeah. about this too. Like how often
2: when we're when we have a wedding? we go and it, we come back and we're talking about like our weddings for the weekend and we're like, Oh man, there was only like 30 people there. It was fucking awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's always
1: like the best. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's, it's
2: it, like weddings just exponentially suck more the more people there
0: are. Yeah. So we have a wedding coming up, uh, man, I think it's like in Mount hood somewhere, but it's like from what I remember, that phone call we had was like, you don't, you don't know what time I'm talking about. No. <laughs> well, there's like eight, or 12 people there. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's
2: it's like Southern Oregon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is it Southern Oregon? It's like it's like a three hour wedding yeah. and it's in oh, Southern Oregon. Oh, yeah.
0: You're right. You're right. Yeah. I okay. thought it was up in Mount Hood somewhere, but um, no, it's going to be like, I'm looking forward to it. It's yeah. only like yeah, it's 10 awesome. people, 12 people Yeah. Mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Sounds it's
2: awesome. It's a same sex wedding too, which I, oh, don't that's have, right. I don't have that many of those under my, yeah, you know, that's yeah. my right. portfolio. I really like doing those. Yeah. So. I've done a few this year.
0: Yeah. I, I'm looking forward that wedding for that reason that I feel like we will be the most creative there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's going to be a rough week.
0: It will be. That, and it's speaking, coming up in speaking what,
2: of next, burnout, week, two weeks. Weeks. next week, It's next week. Next week. Speaking oh, of geez. burnout. So the 19th, um, George and I have to go to Everson, Washington. Okay. You know where Everson is? Yeah.
1: Like super far north, right? Super, yeah. like yeah. almost to the border. Almost to like by Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
2: a northeast of Bellingham.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Um,
2: so, And
0: it's only like a five-hour wedding.
2: So, yeah, it's a short wedding. That's rough. We have a hotel for the night, but we have to go up there for the night. We come back. I have a shoot in town the next day, and then we have one day off, and then the 22nd is the wedding he's talking about. Yeah. We're going to go to Southern Oregon. We're going to go to that wedding, and from there, from that wedding, we drive to the coast, to Pacific City, Cape Kiwanda, and we have another wedding to shoot the next day. We're in an Airbnb for three days there. And then we come back that Thursday and then I have like a full day wedding on Saturday.
0: I, yeah, I have uh, yeah, so weddings a on that weekend week. too. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I remember until September. Oh, second. I'm busy as well.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's oh, a lot. September 3rd lot. is
0: my next real day off. And that's the weekend my brother will be here. So I'm not really yeah. off. My yeah. next real day
2: off is this Saturday.
0: You don't have a wedding this Saturday? No, I don't have
2: anything this week. I have a one hour session at Mount Hood this weekend. Dang. That's it. So my Damn. only
0: my only day off is technically I guess today and tomorrow and then Saturday, Sunday I have two weddings. Back to back.
1: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I never shoot on the weekends. See, that's only, like, only, awesome. only shoot.
2: Our Monday through Friday is like here doing. Yeah, f- that's actually honestly like the fun part of the week is yeah. we get to be here. We get to create. We get to edit video. We get to do you know, and we get to catch up on the shit we fall behind on. Yeah. But yeah. like Monday through Friday is like the creative, the fun content creation days, and then Saturday Sunday is the
0: grind. Yeah. So that's great. See, I want that schedule. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's
1: nice. I mean, I think a big part like of why why I don't shoot on the weekends is because most of the time couples want to go to a place that's like populated yeah. and like busy Weekdays and I'm like, sure. go during the weekday. Everybody's yeah. at work. See, that's I've, the done way to do it.
0: I've done that here in Portland yeah. like, during the cherry blossoms. Everybody wants to be there, Yeah, especially during sunset. Yeah. Um, so I was like, Hey, Nobody on a Tuesday, let's, at let's go at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be there. Yeah. And I got to do that. Like one time, everybody else was like, no, I got to work. <laughs> no, I gotta <laughs> do it. And it's yeah. like, it's fine but when it comes my way I'm like I love it
1: yeah no it's it's definitely the best but like the way that I do my schedule is like like I don't know it's so nice like I don't really even shoot in the summertime like my summers are like I feel like a school teacher like I get like summers off mostly (laughs) and like when I when I am in Iceland shooting and like I would say lit when I say I really only shoot in Iceland at this point it's is the truth. And and it's not unfortunate, like, cause I'd love to be here, but I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I've already been back and forth. I want to say like six or seven times this year. That's crazy. Um, and whenever I go, like I'll always leave a day in between an elopement, but I'll go and go like back to back to back. And mm-hmm. like the, the shortest amount of time that I, that I'll be shooting is like six hours, which is not, not common. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time I'm usually doing like a 10 hour elopement. Yeah. Um, and like, you know we also kind of need that time for travel because it's like getting from point a to point b sometimes it's up to two hours of driving right you yeah. know um but yeah i remember i want to say it was in april i had three elopements and i was back there to back. back to back Dang. and i had um yeah i was there for like i want to say nine days and three elopements in nine days and also you have to remember that when you are like flying there mm-hmm. you leave jet lag <laughs> A little bit of jet lag, yeah. But you leave Portland and you leave here and you leave around, I don't know, like 3 or 4 p.m. When you get there, you always land at like 7 a.m. the next day. Oh, weird. So it's like the start of a new day, but it's like technically your night. So it's like, you, oh, yeah, man. so you got to like nap it out. Like that, <laughs> like once you land, you're like, all right, I need to sleep. Yeah. Like
0: that's, your whole entire schedule is like flip yeah. flopped and you got to go through these weddings and like short amount of time, man, that's, that's rough. Yeah. yeah. Lots
1: of driving. Yeah.
0: Are you, I mean, being a long flight, I'm sure you sleep on the plane.
1: Uh, no, I don't, okay. sl- I can't sleep, can't sleep at like 3 PM. Oh like, okay. okay, actually, yeah. sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll, I'll have like a couple drinks and then I'll like, <laughs> then I'll sleep. But like, otherwise, like, it's like a work day, you yeah. know, for me, it's yeah. like midday. See, it's hard to sleep. I just, hate
0: flying. And I, go ahead. I, oh, sorry. You hate flying. Rock, go paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate flying and I will always take either a drink or whatnot in hopes of like, maybe I'll get too drunk and knock out and go to yeah. sleep. I can never go to sleep on a plane. Yeah. I don't care if it's like 3 a.m. and I haven't slept in 24 hours. Like my body will not allow me because I feel like this plane's going down and I Oof. need to be awake when this happens. Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's yeah. Anyways. I uh,
2: I am definitely the outlier here. I can be asleep before the plane takes off oh. easily. So Jeez. jealous. Just knocked. Yeah. It's awful. I can't that do as well. it. It's not good, honestly, because then I wake up and I don't know what's going on at, uh. a, at what, part, what point in the flight are we yeah.
1: So, yeah but you're so like well rested so it's it's not good sleep okay
0: it's just more like I'm turning my brain off <laughs> yeah you know oh, makes sense uh, yeah. man. I well. even try to work on the plane and I just can't I
1: always think I'm going to work and I don't do shit nope. <laughs> I'm like let's get my computer and I'm like why did I bring this right. <laughs> like, yeah. I
0: take it out I open it and then it's like either the, the sun is blaring through people's windows or yeah. like there's I just, always just a reason yeah. No. yeah it's dark and you're you know, brightness is at a hundred percent. At least mine is. <laughs>
1: Pissing everybody off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never um, works out. Well,
2: we've asked you a lot of questions. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to know from us? It's okay if you don't. Oh boy. We're not nearly as interesting. But Yeah, not at all. But yeah. <laughs> no. I,
1: I mean, yeah, I can think of some things. Okay. Um I wanna hear from both of you. Uh-oh. You guys can rock paper scissors for who goes first. Who but- goes first? but uh ladies first okay i first <laughs> <laughs> if you could pick like one thing to change about like either the way you photograph or like like uh, your photography business in general like what would that be
0: okay I have <laughs> I have one um one having uh boundaries 100% yeah you can change that I just don't have the boundary for like hey it's 2am you just message me I'm gonna message you back yeah I just have this thing in my head that's just like beats at you, right? It's like, well, if I reply, that can be one of two things. It can be like, man, this dude's desperate to get business, or wow, he's so responsive. Like, this is great, mm-hmm. and I've had both in my career of photography. Like, because I reply, they're like, wow, you replied so fast. Thank you for the update. This is great. We'd love to move forward. Mm-hmm. And then there's times where it's like, I hear crickets. Yeah. Right? But, anyways, that would be one thing that I would want to change, um, and then two, I would like to kind of bonus change the way I do weddings. I feel like I like hearing after what you said. I'm like, man, <laughs> I need to like branch out in my wedding industry stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. that would be fun. Yeah, but anyways, yeah,
2: that's kind of the same for me. Like, the reason I had so many questions for you is because my like ideal business has always been like I want to take a couple and go somewhere beautiful and just do that. I don't want to do the every weekend wedding. Grind. Family photos. I don't. Yeah. I mean, family, I'll do family photos or whatever, like hour <laughs> sessions, two hour <laughs> sessions. That's fine. That's like bread and butter. That's like, yeah. Oh, I meant like the family photos at the wedding. Oh, fuck that. That's what <laughs> I'm <laughs> It's saying. like the worst. Like, I'm yeah, down for family, family photos. Absolutely the worst. <laughs> like you but, always
1: have somebody looking the wrong direction. Yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: and we get mention, mom over here? Yeah, not like, to mention like you have to get them there before they can even look the wrong direction. It's, yeah. it's like herding cats. It's the yeah. absolute worst. Yeah. But no, it's just I, I've had some some shoots in my career where I've taken a couple somewhere that is like really inspirational to me or something that mm-hmm. I'm like really excited about. And those are some of the best photos I've ever taken in yeah. my life. And it's like anytime I have an opportunity to go somewhere amazing with a couple that's amazing and, and like just do me it's like my favorite work that I've ever done. And I want, Mm -hmm. like, I would love that to be my business because that's going to like, it's just going to be like bringing out the best in me every time I go out with my camera. And that's what I want.
1: Yeah. This,
2: this grind is like, it gets, it's so autopilot at this point sometimes. And it's like, it's, you know, I want to be inspired. Yeah. Regularly. Yeah.
1: Same. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) I
0: have a question really quick. Yeah. When you do your weddings, um, are you mostly doing natural light?
1: Yeah, always natural light. Perfect. Like, I have a flash, but, like, I never use it. Yeah. yeah. See, I've
0: tried to use flash outdoors, but I personally, I feel like one that's not my style. I just, I don't like incorporating flash. Yeah. Unless it's, like, out of ceremony and, like, it's dark. Like, I understand that part. But, uh, okay, that was... Just yeah. wanted to know how that worked. Um. Yeah,
1: I would say, like, typically, so I used to be, this is, I don't know, this may get some, like, hate. So I used to be, like, a, like, a Kelvin gal. I would always yeah. shoot in Kelvin, like, and I would, I used to also use, like, a video light, like, regularly, like, you if I needed Kelvin.
2: to. Yeah. I sometimes shoot in
1: I never shoot in Kelvin. I just shoot it's, in auto. Uh, yeah, like,
2: I, most of the time I'm I shoot like, in auto.
1: Like, like, it's so much easier. Yeah. And then yeah. if I need to, like, change it, you know. You
0: shoot raw. But yeah, exactly. So it's, like, exactly. Well, here, yeah. here's, um, with the RF... Uh well mirrorless cannons yeah. the RF uh, lens has like an out, outer ring. yeah, you can I have that for white balance. Oh And I have it for auto white balance. It can be like sunny, cloudy. yeah and it's not I know we're shooting raw, but I think it visually helps me understand if I'm doing the right thing or not mm-hmm. when I'm when I can see it in the camera. And I just like flip that ring and I can just cycle through everything. Yeah. And it's oh, like,
1: cool it's little a feature. game changer.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> damn.
1: Missing out. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. So
2: when I got my, my Canon, he helped me set it up and we kind of set it up like his. Yeah. And so Smart. mine is set up the same way with the ring and the white balance. And I, fu- I fucking hate it. <laughs> you hate it? Why? <laughs> because I'm serious? constantly, constantly, accidentally switching. Uh, and I know that your, you were, your like solution is to put it in lock mode. Yeah. But that blocks other things that I don't want it to no, lock.
0: No, you can, you have it only lock that. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, yeah. that's what I have that it
2: set up That is way for. too many. Like, I shouldn't have to have that many like variables <laughs> to use one setting.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know. No, like, I feel you, yeah. I, I did, uh. Actually, when I was here uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like photographing Emily, I used her. I used her camera, mm-hmm. um, so we wouldn't have to like transfer the raws to each oh, other. That's
2: an SLR. <laughs> that's not mirrorless. And
1: I know. And like, she has like back, back button focus, mm-hmm. and like I don't use back.
0: I yeah. No.
1: Like, and I was like, how do I focus? How do I use this camera? Like, <laughs> I, am I, I doing this correctly? That. Yeah. Or are yeah. you talking
0: about here? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. At the yeah. soft open, yeah. I think you asked me. Cause I remember okay. showing somebody I'm like, Oh, you press the back button yeah. because yeah. it was a DSLR.
1: Yeah. I never used that.
0: That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. You, what are you shooting on?
1: Uh, like Sony. Sony. Okay. Yeah. 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 And
0: it's time for her to go. Yeah. Can you just like <laughs> All right everybody. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh.
2: I, I, when I shot Fuji, I shot back button focus because yeah. there was a button on the back that said AF on and I was like, yeah. cool. That's easy to remember. And then I moved to Canon, and there's the same button exists. And I actually am trying to do like trigger autofocus now, mm-hmm. but I'm always pushing that button. Mm. Like it's like just ingrained. In yeah. Second nature, yeah. yeah.
1: I just like tap my screen. It's like I'm playing a game on my phone. You uh, know, okay. I'm like click, click, <laughs> click, I just click, do click, like click. the
0: half press. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, no, because I have, like, on the Sonys, like, I have, like, my eye tracking enabled and mm-hmm. stuff, and so, as, like, if I press and I lock on, like, the tracking, if they move f- towards me or away from me, it'll just, like, follow right. and, like, adjust oh, as yeah. needed, which is really nice. Yeah, Who, um,
2: Sony's got a killer tracking mode.
1: Yeah, it does. I
0: recently turned that on. Was it on yours? I forget whose I turned that on, but uh, it was, uh, I think it's called, like, autofocus servo. Okay. Um. And basically you turn that feature on and it'll track whether they come forward and backwards. Yeah. Uh, maybe the, it was Sonya. Of, yeah. Cause she has an R. Who? As a Sonya.
2: Oh. I forget
0: who I turned it on for, but they had no idea that feature existed.
1: It's amazing. Oh, it is. Game changer. I, I feel like for me, it's saved me a lot of trouble of like, cause I, I did try like, like the back button focus thing when I first switched to Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I shot Nikon before that. And, um, yeah, I was having like a good amount of images that would like slightly be out of focus. Right. And I started getting like super pissed about it. I was like, what the hell, man? Like, I know yeah. what I know how to use this camera, I know right. what I'm doing. And like, I uh, I would just like watch YouTube videos on like different settings and like I would customize like the body to be exactly like have the features that I wanted mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. it. When we were doing um, that earlier. Yeah, it's like a game changer. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's a huge thing that people miss out on though. Like when people are are photographing, is yeah. like like they know how to photograph and they know like you know basic settings and stuff, but then they don't think about like customizing the body. Yeah.
0: I have yeah. a bunch of custom features on mine. Yeah. Um, one thing for my camera, the Canon R5, you have to press like mode, info, and then scroll to get into video mode, which oh, is terrible. Yeah. So like I have like this one button that'll just immediately switch it. Yeah. And like the little things that you could customize on any camera, I feel will make you that much better mm-hmm. because you're, you're adapting that camera to you. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. We, um, the camera next to you is, is like a cinema camera mm-hmm. and it has, I think what 15 buttons on the outside of it or something like that. And 15 buttons. There's oh my there's God. Yeah, we sat down this morning and started like an on like a 3-hour course on yeah. like mastering settings on this yeah. camera Ooh. just so that we know Most what of them we're are doing. things
0: you need in a cinema like m- movie set like yeah. Quick features like zebras, white balance, Then yeah. you've got like the whole the whole thing. But the the thing that we're looking at and, and trying to master is we want to dial it in for weddings for our stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like even though it says like, you know, zebra or peaking on there, that's probably gonna change to a custom, you know, button. But yeah. which is what we're trying to do is we're trying to build the camera around our workflow.
1: Yeah.
2: I just wanna film a wedding in Iceland. I just want to film an Iceland elopement.
1: Oh my
0: gosh! Do you need any behind the scenes? I,
2: uh, I, would I would already invited come. him. Yeah, I already, yeah, I already told I, I, was like, oh, nice. I was like, "Are you
1: available? You want to come?" I
2: am too. Yeah. It's, a, it's a Wednesday and a Thursday. Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. 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 I, fun fact: I'm w- currently waiting for my passport. Oh. To show up, and it's okay. supposed to show up like right in the beginning of September.
1: Damn! So, How long ago did you uh, put in for it?
0: June twenty six. Okay. I want to say.
1: Okay. He
0: wasn't going to do it.
1: A little bit of a waiting period. It's
0: yeah. It's like 13 yeah. weeks. So I had told him, I was like, if we go to this wedding up in like near Canada, yeah. we can go to Canada and like explore it, but I will only go with you to this wedding if you go sign up for your passport. Yeah. He and so he did. me.
1: Good. And, and then I signed up for the it's wedding. It's good to have a passport. It's good to have a passport. Yeah. I got mine right before COVID. Good. Like good. nice work. Like yeah. two weeks before it was announced. Wow.
0: Dang. And so
1: and I did like a rush, like a rush delivery or mm-hmm. whatever. So I think it was like four weeks um for me to get mine. But like like during COVID, like the backlog of passports was months. Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: There yeah. was a point where we couldn't even get our uh what is it called? Like a uh, li- license. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like four months with a su- not suspended, but like an expired license yeah. and they made it like, Oh, you won't get in trouble kind of right, thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it just blows my mind. Like ev- the toilet paper. Oh my like, God. Geez. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. That was insane.
0: <laughs> what a life oh, that man. was. The
1: yeah. I mean, isn't like Sriracha like MIA right now? Yeah, it
2: is. It's been like yeah. this for
1: like months. I feel oh, like wow. yeah. all summer.
2: You can get it at Trader Joe's. Oh, Trader Joe's Sriracha. Okay. It's still there. Wow. But like, like classic that, Sriracha. Yeah. That's like, for, it's hard. Because we the have price.
0: the Trader Joe Sriracha and I'm like, yeah, I have it at oh, home. Oh yeah, they but have it, they yeah. have it in, yeah. in droves there, but the real Sriracha, like real stuff.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten my second set of keys to uh, Sarah's new car because they're on a shortage. Wait, uh, what?
1: A key but, shortage?
2: Yeah. A, a chip shortage. It's, oh. it's the same yeah. as like, I don't know if you knew know this, but like during covid used car prices, like yeah. went oh, through the yeah. roof. Oh yeah. Well, and yeah. new, new cars, like yeah. there was a shortage of new cars and that's all because of like a microchip shortage. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I didn't so know So we that. only have
0: one set of keys. This, is, this
2: has Damn. gone so off the rails. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> wow. <Well, laughs> yeah. Um, it's probably a good place yeah, to do wrap you wanna, up, uh, you unless know, you have more, you only asked us one question.
1: Oh yeah. I do have another question actually. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's do um, it. One more
2: question and then we'll Have rapidly.
1: either of you used a drone for your work? No,
2: but it's Um, the the next, I think it's the next piece of gear on the list probably.
0: So I've used drones in the past and I had a Mavic or what is it called? The mini pro. Yeah. um, The one that's like 250 grams or whatever. Yeah. Only because I didn't want to get a license Mm -hmm. after the whole license thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I ended up selling it just because I, one, I knew it was going to be mostly for video stuff. Yeah. um, And then two, I was like, I'm not really a drone photographer, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. but
0: now that I'm like where we are in our careers, I'm like, I probably should get a drone. Out. Yeah.
2: I think a drone is definitely like, I mean, it's like the one thing missing from the arsenal. We've got the cinema camera. We've got the video cameras. We've got the, the gimbal.
0: Yeah. Like, we've got all the lenses that we need. Mine like one or two that we, we need, could get. We really need an 85 and Canon, oh, 15, Canon really needs to make a 35. Oh, the 35. There's yeah. no
2: 35. There's, okay, there's oh. no, like pro line yeah, thirty five yeah. for yeah. canon right now.
1: Okay. Wait what? Pretty
2: dumb. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. I feel like
1: that's like such like a standard. It yeah.
0: is. It should but it, it's in the works. It's a yeah. thirty five it's R F thirty five F one point two, which is okay. gonna be okay. even better. Yeah. 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 At
1: least it's like one point two. Okay.
0: Right. Yeah. It's at one point two I can wait a little All, yeah. all of fine. Canon's like Pro Glass is one point two,
2: not one point four, which yeah. is a weird thing to get used to coming from my last full frame system was
0: Sony.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: It's a so whole different world.
0: Except that one. That one's an F2.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he you, he hates you, on that lens I so much. I hate that
2: lens so much. We can talk about that for a second. Would you like to know my thoughts on this lens Tell over me. here? So the lens that's recording George is a 28, or 28 to 70 F2. Okay. So it's like... Usually 24 to 70 is... Though yeah, it's yeah, normally yeah. a twenty-four to seventy two point eight, right? Yeah. So you get that extra almost full stop of light, yeah. Which it makes beautiful pictures. It's incredibly sharp. It's it's an amazing lens, yeah. But it weighs <laughs> as much as a fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> it is so. Yeah. Look at the thing. Yeah. It's huge and it's heavy and it's yeah. awful. It's awful. I took it to a wedding. I love it, man. <laughs> I took it to a wedding two weeks ago. As I took that and I took the seventy to two hundred, and that's all I took and I regretted it immediately. Oh yeah. I, I that pain. Just, he, oh, texted so me, bad.
0: he texted me saying like, dude, this is all I've been using. It's a great lens, but I'll probably never use it again. Yep. Oh. Pretty much. <clears> yeah. Okay, so what's
1: your go-to then? What is your like, go-to? Like what's your absolute favorite?
2: My favorite lens is probably the 85 1.2. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Canon's 85 1.2 is fucking bananas. And they
0: have two versions of that. Which is weird, oh. but good to know. Um, yeah, mine would be the 51 2. The 51 oh. 2 is definitely, yeah. they're
2: like right next to each other for me. I it, think the 50 is
0: more practical. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say the 50 lets me kind of get away with more certain things. Yeah. More certain things. Sure. More things. Yep. Certain things, certain things,
1: certain things more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the eighty-five. It's Full like circle. you
0: you really just have to be
2: kind of far away. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I love the images that come out of the eighty-five. Mm-hmm. Like the rendering on the eighty-five is incredible. The compression is incredible. Incredible. The uh, depth of field is.
1: Oh stupid. yeah, I bet. And it's it's, man. it's
2: ridiculously sharp. The but sharpness. Yes, it's not. Ooh. It's not the most practical. Coming
0: from an EF, the older style uh, lenses, it's like. They were amazing lenses, but mm-hmm. like, how could you get sharper with the RF? And that's what kind of blows my how mind. How do they do? Yeah. It? No what, idea.
2: What is your go to?
1: Oh, mine is like really obscure. So, okay. I, I kind of have two. It's hard. Okay. So, like, I have a. I kind of have like some, I have a bunch of random lenses, but I think my favorite, so I have a 24. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a Zeiss 24. Mm-hmm. I like love that thing. And I have a Zeiss 55. I don't even have that a- That lens I don't is, even yeah. have a 50 millimeter. I just have a 55. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
2: The, the 55 nice. 18 right? Yeah. That's like a like a Sony staple. It's like so good. Low-key Sony staple. Nice. It's
1: better yeah. than the 50. Yeah. Better.
2: The G Master 50. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's got a lot <clears> of character.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's so tiny. Yeah. It's great. One thing that um,
0: I'm trying to... Well, I guess I can't bring it back. I was going to say, we never really switched cameras and went out to a real oh, shoot like yeah. we planned. Oh. And I was going to ask, like, hey, we back should do that. Back when I was that. on Fuji is Yeah, oh, okay. now he's that. not on Fuji. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, and now if we switch cameras, it would just be like, hey, thing. you have less megapixels now. <laughs>
0: hey, your color science f- f- is the
2: same. Right. Yeah. It's not as exciting. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right, well... I think that, um, you know, this has been, this is the longest episode we've done in a, in a minute.
0: Yeah.
1: Rock and roll. So
0: thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thank
1: you for having me. Awesome.
0: Very informative. Yeah. Um, Thank you for taking time out of your day to come here and chat with us. Absolutely. Thank Um, you for
2: making us realize that we don't want to grind the way that we (laughs)
0: grind anymore. (laughs) I just want to take it easy now. Completely change (laughs) your business. Yeah, (laughs) it's time Um, time for an overhaul. We should sell the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
2: shut this shit down.
0: Oh, man. Um, Yeah, you want to say your famous words? Um,
2: Well, Ocean, where can the people find you?
1: Oh, find me on Instagram at oceandavidsonphoto or oceandavidson.com. Tight. We'll yeah. link it. Everything.
0: It'll be linked. Thanks. George, where can All people right. find us? Uh, Newwavepdx.com.
2: Newwavepdx.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Good thank night.
0: you. Good
2: night. <laughs> That's it. That's a wrap.
0: Woohoo. Okay.